0: There's still a lot of debate when it comes to outdoor activity here in the province and it looks like golfers and tennis players alike may have at least one powerful voice on their side. Toronto's Deputy Mayor Stephen Halliday has written a letter to Premier Ford and Mr. Halliday joins us now for more on that here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Stephen good afternoon appreciate you coming on as always.
1: Hey good afternoon Jeff thanks for having me.
0: All right, just first off, uh, what was this uh, letter? What was in this letter that you sent the Premier?
1: Yeah, you know, I I, I put together a letter because I'd heard from so many constituents that were uh, worried, frustrated, looking forward to the day where they could get back out playing golf and playing tennis. Especially with the weather turning, people are eager to revisit old habits. And I I put that encapsulated into a letter because a lot of people were talking about it. And my, my request was simple, just to ask the Premier to review the decision and uh, we know that things were shut down a number of weeks ago with the stay-at-home order and it's a long stay-at-home order it's uh, six weeks in duration and I thought I wonder you know these sports have different risks than some of the other ones that were closed you know things like scrimmage sports like uh, basketball or ball hockey or soccer where people get together and maybe the risks are different so is there a case to be made that golf and tennis could be opened up earlier Especially with the need to get people out exercising
0: well that is the one thing that really struck me about the letter Stephen, and that's something that i've heard from my friends and associates alike that uh, you're right not every sport not every outdoor activity carries the same risk level, level of risk. Uh, Golf, for example, and uh, as listeners to this program know, I'm an avid golfer. I mean, you can easily maintain physical and social uh, distance on a a golf course. And you also have uh, your own ball. You also have uh, your own club. Nobody else is uh, touching your golf clubs. There's no contact uh, that way. So it's very unique in many ways that lends itself to being safely played and enjoyed during the pandemic.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, you know, experiencing both those sports myself, not uh not saying I'm gonna be on the PGA tour anytime soon, but, but I get it. I get how the mechanics work and I think I think the doctors and scientists understand that as well. But that said, I, I, I did say in my letter to the Premier, I, I, I do support what they've done and I you know, I respect their decisions on this. And they were at, they made these choices at a time when they were trying to stop mobility to keep people in their homes and send really clear messages. And and, you know, the science and the numbers will reveal whether or not the time is right to revisit these things. But the argument maybe that I'm trying to make is, is there, there can be a sequence. And when you start thinking about reopening things gradually, maybe the first choices are those type of activities that are safe by their virtual uh, physical characteristics. And, you know, I think it will delight a lot of people and it would give a lot of people hope to know that these things are coming one day in the future.
0: Have you had a uh, reaction or response from the Ford government uh, to this letter? I'm sure a lot of golfers, a lot of tennis players are anxiously uh, awaiting a uh, word. Do you feel or, or get the feeling that maybe there's a decision imminent that they might uh, back off uh, this when it comes to golf and tennis, much like uh, they did pretty much immediately when it came to uh, kids and playgrounds?
1: Well, look I'm not waiting around for a callback or a reply letter. I I would just be happy to know that they're thinking about this and that they've got the, the data at their fingertips to make an informed decision and it'll it will be what it is and it's it's my job here to uh to as a citizen to respect the, the decisions of the government. Um but you know, just as I said, just to know that they're thinking about it and giving it consideration uh gives me some hope and um And and that's really all that we can ask for, that it's on their radar.
0: I want to bring up the uh, bridges at Tilsonburg. That's a golf course that's been in the news the uh, past uh, few days. As a matter of fact, they've got T-Times booked up uh, last report uh, through the uh, weekend, through this uh, Sunday, and they've uh, been uh, operating – Uh, not according to, obviously, the public health guidelines and the stay-at-home order that was uh, laid down. Uh, Are you concerned at all that uh, perhaps we might see that uh, here in Toronto and uh, in the area if uh, some consideration is not given for some of these outdoor sports that uh, people believe to be safe?
1: Well, disobeying the orders is wrong, and I don't support that golf course doing that. And it's very unfair to all the others that are doing the right thing. In fact, I hear from people all the time that that get upset when they see people doing things that are against the rules because they say, hey, How come I'm following it and they get away with not doing it? But I suppose there's another side to the argument that you want to give people safe opportunities to go out and exercise and do the things that they enjoy so that they don't get rogue or clandestine activities going on that could make things worse. And again, this is one of those thoughts that perhaps golf and tennis Uh, If that's your thing, um, you know, you can go out and do that as long as you do it responsibly and take your own car or arrive there on your own and don't think that it's okay to have a cocktail together socially after the game. Go home once you're done and, and be sensible about all of it.
0: Joined on the line by Toronto's Deputy Mayor Stephen Halliday. Uh, Mr. Halliday, while well, we have you here, also wanted to ask you about the uh, vaccine and the vaccination rollout in the city in the uh, very latest. We just had a news item at the uh, top of the hour in our newscast that said the city is uh, starting to uh, partner with uh, Vaccine Hunters, which has become a very well-known online for helping uh, people, helping residents uh, find vaccination appointments.
1: Yeah, I think it's brilliant uh, for so many reasons, you know, just the practical side of securing vaccines or finding a vaccine opportunity is something that I deal with on a daily basis with many constituents contacting me for help it's a bit of a complicated matrix uh different people offering vaccines different rule sets depending on where you live and what your age is and what your your uh, particular life circumstances are but to have a technology innovator to come out and make things easier and really optimize the vaccine supply so if we've got a spare appointment here there get them filled and get Everyone maximizing all of this big production machinery that we have, and at the end of the day, we're 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 a tech city here in Toronto, and so that's exciting. That when whenever government gets a chance to partner with it with somebody that's pushing new technology, and uh, I don't believe there's any costs involved in any of this, so it's just a free exchange of information for the betterment of uh, our society.
0: And something you just said there uh, really uh, struck me. We've got to optimize the uh, supply, and hopefully this is going to go, uh, you know, some ways in helping uh, do that. And just how critical is that right now to make sure that uh, every last drop of vaccine that we have is getting into arms and getting into them as quickly as possible?
1: Well, yeah, I, it's critically important. There's no leftover vaccine and vials that have gone to waste. And believe me, there's uh, systems in place to make that all happen. But if we have empty, unfilled appointment slots at some vaccination centres or vaccination opportunities, well, that's just a lost opportunity for someone else that's trying to get vaccinated. So filling everything up but not having a line is the right way to do it. Uh, that's all contingents on vaccine supply. So making sure everything that comes into the gateway of Toronto gets put into everybody's arm as quickly and efficiently as possible so that when the next batch comes through, we're ready to do it all over again.
0: You bet. Mr. Halliday, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for joining us on this Wednesday. Thank you. All right, there's Toronto's Deputy Mayor Stephen Halliday with us.